Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Joining us, Brad Dancer. I'm Larry Putney, along with Mark Babe. Coach, you collapsed at the end there on the court. What, what's going through your mind? I just... Z Clark, man. Just... I'm sorry. It just me. I'm such a great group of guys. And, and, uh, they've experienced so much disappointment through their tenure and, and uh, this willed and willed and willed. themselves to, uh, to just put themselves in this position and uh, I mean we was all just laughing down the stretch like comes down to see Clark I mean come on Derek in the third and what more there's nothing more to say I haven't speechless I have no idea That was Brad Dancer live on Big Ten Network Plus as Illinois men's tennis defeated Ohio State four to three in an epic Big Ten Championship match that came down to a third set tiebreak with Zeke Clark, fifth-year Illini senior, on the court. What a fantastic finish for Illinois men's tennis to end Ohio State's streak of five straight Big Ten championships and 11 of the last 13. And Illinois now is the only program other than Ohio State over the last 14 championships uh, to win the Big Ten Tournament title. And that's where we're going to focus today on the Illini Inquirer podcast is our first part this week of discussing Country Club U, that is Illinois athletics. Of course, basketball had a great season, football trying to get back on track uh, eventually with Brett Bielma, the new head coach. But two sports that have been good for a long time here for Illinois are men's tennis under both Craig Tiley, who took Illinois to a national championship back in 2003 and won it, and Brad Dancer, uh, who's had great success, national runner-up in 2007, a lot of Sweet 16 appearances, a couple Big Ten championships. Uh, But Ohio State has been the very difficult one to beat as they are one of the best programs in the country and have kind of owned the Big Ten. And of course, Illinois golf as well, as Mike Small's program just won its 11 Big Ten title in the last 12 championships, and we're hoping to chat with Mike Small later this week on the podcast to discuss his program, his team, and a great back nine comeback led by Giovanni Tadioto, Michael Fiegels, Tommy Cool. Uh, those guys were all fantastic down the stretch. Jerry G as well, and, and Adrian Dumont Chassard had a great first couple rounds. As Illinois beats Iowa by just one stroke. But they were down about seven, eight, nine strokes uh, midway through the final round. So a big time comeback for them. But today on the podcast, we're going to chat with Brad Dancer about why he loves this team so much, why he thought this team would win championships, and why it did win uh, the championship, and what lies ahead with the NCAA tournament just around the corner. Brad Dancer, Illini men's tennis coach, up next on the Illini Inquirer podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us now here on the Illini Enquirer podcast is Big Ten Championship coach and third time he's gotten the Big Ten tournament title as the Illini men's tennis coach, Brad Dancer, after a fantastic win. Brad, how are you feeling a day after you get that title? Uh, excited and exhausted, both those things, you know. <laughs> we got home like at 3 this morning, and of course my kids don't don't care about that, so I got to see them bright and early this morning. So, But uh, all good, all good. What did the kids do? Like what time and, and what were they doing? They just jump on you in bed or what was it like? Well, that's the best thing. I got hugs from all of them. So I said, maybe I better start winning more often. You know, some of my kids are not ready to get hugs, and I got hugs from all of them. So I was, I was game for that. I said, let's, let's do this winning thing if they like it. So. Everybody loves a winner. That's uh, certainly true. Well, Brad, you you had such an authentic, real moment um, on the Big Ten Network telecast when when Z Clark closed out that 4-3 win over Ohio State. That's your third Big Ten tournament title as a head coach. But why was that moment so emotional for you? I just feel like we got a really special group of of, uh, of guys that came back. And, 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 you know, we were having a rough time beginning last year, but I felt like in the last couple of weeks we really had it going. I think we were going to finish strong, you know, with kind of the same team that we have this year. And then they didn't get a chance to do that. And, and, and they were a special group last year, so they chose to come back and, and – I don't know. I think just, you know, that group, Budish, Noy, Khalif, Kovacevic, and Clark, they just have willed the whole team on all year long. Like, just keep going, guys. You know, just keep listening to the coaches. Just keep going, going, going. And so, I don't know. I just kind of broke down and made a fool out of myself. And, and uh, it was just really just all the relentless, you know, just the relentlessness of that group to, to get something that they felt they, they wanted to put their own stamp on, on their legacy in Illinois. I know you're self-deprecating there, but like, I mean, Brad, people don't understand, like this is five years in the making for, for these guys. So why is this such a group you, you hold so close to your heart? I just, you know, I, I think again, like, you, you know, we've got Kova who's just uber talented and can do all these crazy things on the court, but he's matured so much. So, so you take him that, that, you know, he's just become a, he's become a guy that, that uh, I think is, much more publicly well-rounded and so forth. And then you've got Vuk and Noe and Zeke who they're just, their work ethic is off the charts. You know, they're, they're DeMontes out there, they're Trents. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they just do not stop and they're relentless every single day, no matter what. And so they're such great models and they've represented our program so well that, you know, it's kill it's killed them that they don't have a, a title. You know, they don't have something to, to, to hang their hat on. And so, Really, for me, I, I felt, I can honestly say this, I felt absolute zero joy whatsoever for myself and Marcus yesterday, but just elation for those guys. And that's all I could think about was just how happy those guys must be. What was the rest of the day like when the cameras turned off? Like, what was the rest of the day when it was just you guys? 
I mean, the cameras never turn off anymore. You know, <laughs> the phone's going nonstop all the time, and and it's just you know taking pictures and jumping around, and you know water bath after water bath, and and uh, you know we couldn't sleep on the way home last night. Everybody's trying to sleep a little bit, and nobody could sleep. So guys are running up and down the bus, and and uh, it's just a, a great memorable time, and and. You know, just I, I don't know. It's, it's a little bit speechless because it was such a war. It's such a it's four hour match, and and you're just exhausted, and everybody's a little bit delirious, and it just kept going the whole bus ride home. Those are the moments you coach for, though, right? They're they're so infrequent sometimes, but like I imagine those got to be like the days you do this for. Yeah, I, I told someone yesterday. I said I it was right after the match. I go, I have no idea what happened on match point. I, I couldn't, I just couldn't even recall, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there coaching a match. I've been out there for four hours of the match. And all of a sudden it just, when it was over, you know, I had to watch the replay to remember what actually happened on match point. I was like, I, I, I just had no, I just sort of blanked. And so you just kind of go into those days and, and, uh, and that's where I was. And, and I don't know, you just, you just get excited for the guys. You can see how much it means to them. And, uh, and then it's just fun. You know, coaching is fun. There's so many, tough down days in coaching. I don't think I ever realized it. So when you get the big moments, you, you really tend to cherish them, I think. Well, Brad, I, I want you to tell people a little bit about Zeke Clark, a kid from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Isn't the biggest, uh, but he seems like your team leader. He's undefeated this year. He gets that match point, which seems so fitting. Uh, for people don't that don't know him, uh, why, why does he have a special place in your heart and what does he mean to this program? He's just absolutely relentless. You know, he's he's got all these different nicknames, and they're all, you know, Energizer Bunny or All Day Zeke, and you know, they all just sort of insinuate that he's unstoppable, and he is that force all day long, every single day for our program. And he just will not let anybody. You know, he doesn't accept mediocrity from anybody, including the coaching staff. You know, he holds us to the highest of standards. So it's just this relentless pursuit of 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 being your absolute best. And he lives that way every day. And he brings this incredible, enthusiastic energy. And so you know how badly he, you know, he, he loses matches only because he cares too much. That's it. And so, you know, it's just, just, it's been a relentless pursuit for him since the day we recruited him. You know, and that, that goes into like six years in the making now. And so to know him and, and to see him through that process and then to have it come down to, I mean, that's what, I got hundreds of texts yesterday saying, you know, just specifically, I cannot believe it came down to Zeke. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just, and it was like a fairy tale in you for that. Well, and you mentioned Noah Khalif as well, another senior um, who's had an unbelievable year. I think one loss so far. Um, and he was part of two point wins for you guys yesterday. What, what's, what's he added? What's he mean to your program? Well, it's always interesting because, you know, like, I always love when people say, oh, he's, he's playing line four or line two or this or that. There's, there's a great chance Noe's playing the best tennis on our team right now. And, it, you know, it's kind of funny. We've got, him at, we've got him at the six hole. But like you said, he's lost one match all year. He's had to go up against some really tricky players at, at different spots. And, uh, and, again, he's just another – he's another relentless uh, – you know, always, always trying to improve, always trying to be at his best. So these guys are establishing, uh, you know, they are establishing sort of their own legacy, which is so fantastic. And I, I, again, I just, I just went and hugged all those guys and just told them, like, just so happy for each one of them. And, and you mentioned Kova. Um, people who don't know, he's one of the best, you know, successful athletes in this athletics department right now. And you guys have kind of had to 
balance his his pro career getting out on that tour and and the college and, and obviously he's he's a threat to go far in the individuals NCAA championships as he did a couple of years ago. Um, how have you seen him? You know, you said matured. In, in what ways? Yeah, I think you know he's he, first of all he's really intelligent, um, and not a lot of people know that about him. But but he's he's incredibly intelligent, and and then Kova, I think he listens to a lot of people and he's got a lot of people in his ears and so forth. And so I think the ability to, to sift through that information and, and maybe, hmm. you know, process it a little bit better before, before talking about it or before making decisions. So I just think it's, it's great to see him, you know, maybe just slow down a little bit and, and, and take in more information, process it. And, and then, and also, you know, really work on who, who are going to be his counsel and who are, who are going to be the people that he listens to. And so, that's what helped him a lot make some great and, and again then just realizing what he really wants in life and um and i think this has been a tremendous semester for him and you can see him yesterday he, he lost and and he couldn't care less <laughs> he was out there just having blast with the guys the whole time and he was the one that was circling at it two o'clock in the morning he just got smile you know size of texas on his face yeah i would imagine for a guy like that is is it difficult to kind of live in the moment while you're thinking about your, your pro career at the same time I, I don't think so. I think mm. that's why he's here. You know? yeah. <laughs> this is all he wanted is to have these moments. And, you know, it's a little, you know, the other ironic thing with Zeke is it's just, he's had so few of these clinching moments. And then all of a sudden this year, you know, number one, USC, he's the clinching match. You know, yeah. we beat Virginia. He's the clinching match. We went to Ohio state. He's the clinching match. So it's almost like he's got this, this, he's being dogpiled to death this year. And uh, <laughs> so, and Kovas had some great ones in the years and all these guys just had great matches. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just kind of mumbling, bumbling about uh, all these things. But but COVID's, COVID's matured a ton. Yeah. You, you, I know you said at the beginning in February, Brad, you told me this group had the chance to be special and, and win titles. Uh, because of that senior class, the, the super seniors you had back, how have the young guys, whether it's Hunter Heck coming up with a big win yesterday or or Cephos, who's been pretty good all year, how have those guys kind of learned or how, how have you seen them grow? Yeah, I mean, Seeps went out on Saturday and played, you know, arguably Michigan's number one player and just, you know, controlled the whole match from start to finish. Seeps has played great doubles, so he's been fantastic. And then Heck steps up, and, uh, you know, the kid he beat from Ohio State yesterday was undefeated on the year. I think it was 23-0 on the year, and Heck loses the first set 6-0 in about 20 minutes. You know, thinking, well, that's not, that's not going to do – that's not going so hot. And he just, you know, he gutted it out and got tough and, and got down in third and came back, and so – um, you know, and, and we've had a lot of other guys that have played instrumental roles as well this season. So it, it's been, you know, we keep talking about that. It's always a whole team effort. It's not just the guys that are, that are out there because the other guys are pushing them in practice and, and have stepped in. We've had a lot of guys step in and great, uh, in great moments and fill big spots for us. So, um, it's just been a great team effort. We're all on the same page. We're all, we're all moving forward. And, and that's just kind of a really fun, exciting time for us. I know, Brad, you said not going to make it about the coaching staff, but for people who aren't into tennis, Ohio State obviously has been a difficult beat during the last 15 years, and you're the one program that has stopped them with three wins. And it's kind of crazy. You guys have had 14 matchups in the Big Ten title in the last 15 years. Um, what's this been like, you versus Ohio State, Illinois tennis against Ohio State the last 14, 15 years? Yeah, it's it's uh, you know the reality is it's been a struggle. I mean, they they've gotten the better of us way too many times, and, and uh, but that's to be honest, it's a testament to their program. In, in 2015, 
we beat them three times that year. And they finished the year seventh in the country. And that's the only time in my tenure they've finished outside the top five in the country at the year-end rankings. So they've been that good. And, um, and so, to, you know, to win the Big Ten, you know, we're going to have to beat a top, top three, top four team every single year to do that. And, uh, and I think this year, you know, we'll see how it all, um, you know, ships out in the end here. But it's, you know, Ohio State's got a great team. Michigan, I said to the guys before the tournament, I said, if we win this tournament, it'll be the best conference tournament that an Illinois tennis team has ever won because I don't think any, we, we, yeah, I've never been around. I followed Illinois tennis long before I came here where, you know, you've got to beat two top 10 teams essentially to win a tournament. And I think our team was able to do that this weekend. And that's, that's a really problem for that. So what's that mean for you, Brad, going into this NCAA tournament? How do you, I mean, hosting, I would imagine we'll find out here, I think later today. Um, what, what's this mean for you guys, you know, entering with that tournament title? Yeah, I mean, it, it's again, it's, it's such a quick turnaround. If we do host, it's going to be Friday and Saturday this week, and usually we've got a you know a good uh, 12, 12 days to prepare for NCAAs. So uh, we're going to meet today and, and kind of try to shake off the cobwebs from the bus ride and the, and the, and the title and, and really refocus because, again, as special as this group is, I I think that uh, you know there's no reason we can't we can't have a great run and, and we've seen the best already at indoors when we host indoors and, and, and there's some great teams out there this year with other super seniors and so forth. But um, I like our chances against anyone. I mean, the, the tricky thing is, is the, the, the ranking algorithm that they've used uh, typically has some great teams out of there that, you know, could maybe be shipped to us. So, you know, it could be a situation where um, there's just a number of really, really really strong teams that, that are not necessarily on the top of the rankings that, that have some early, early round matchups in the NCAA tournament. That'll be dangerous for any team. Yeah. Obviously Brad, with, with this pandemic shortened season, you guys tested yourself. You beat number one USC, you beat top 10 Virginia, you played top 10 Baylor. Um, but without that non-conference, like how's that impact you guys? How's that, how does that impact for people who don't know impact seating here? Yeah. So Typically, the NCAA committee typically goes just straight off the ITA rankings, and, and I think all the coaches have a lot of belief and, and trust in the rankings, and so that's it's never been an argument. Well, this year, you know, the based on the algorithms, our rankings continue to plummet, and, and even this week, we'll, we'll go down again this week because all the Big Ten teams are, are, are sort of ranked down low in the computer. Um, and so there's there's needless to say, just based on our results against the, the limited out of the conference we have, that the Big Ten is pretty strong this year. So they've got to figure out those metrics and, and figure out what's going to happen, and, and uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed that uh, you know we can represent the conference well come tournament time. Did you text uh, Mike Small? I mean, you guys had you know championships within a few minutes of each other. I, I called him yesterday, <laughs> and, and uh, I just you know I, I say this all the time, but you know we can play tennis indoors. You can't play golf indoors. What, what Smalley has done is I, I just don't understand it. it. He's just, you know, he's my coaching idol here. He's just amazing. And, and we, we give each other a hard time all the time, but I love his program. I love the toughness of his guys. I think we've got similar coaching philosophies and, you know, we, we just, I think we were super excited for one another yesterday and, and it was kind of, you know, and every year it's the same weekend. And so, yeah. uh, you know, we're always kind of going to battle on that Sunday and, you know, watching ourselves and then keeping an eye on golf. Yeah. What, what do you think when you see that? Uh, I don't know if you see it even on social media, but people calling Illinois country club, you, how do you feel? <laughs> oh yeah. We've got, you know, all these different people. They, 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 they got shirts people are making shirts now. <laughs> country club, you university of Illinois, which I get a big chuckle out of, but, right. uh, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> you know, 
it's it's great to be in these matches. You know, win or lose yesterday, I was thinking, man, this is just an epic match yeah. no matter what. And I just felt there's a little destiny for Zeke to win. But I'm so happy our guys get to be in these matches, have these experiences, and, and then hopefully make make our entire community and, and university proud. Well, you did. Uh, Brad Dancer, Alana men's tennis coach. Brad, always appreciate the time and insight on your team. And I know a lot of people will be watching this weekend. And, and hopefully, I, I don't know, will people be able to see it? I'm kind of putting you on the spot if you guys do host. I, I've got all those questions already asked. I don't have the answers yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> number one, we got, we got a host. And then number two, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be pushing to, uh, to allow as many people in here as possible. Definitely. Well, Brad, hey, good luck this weekend and appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much, Jeremy. Always enjoy catching up with Illini men's tennis coach Brad Dancer, who's had a really good run here at the University of Illinois. Of course, had huge shoes to fill with Craig Tiley, who, uh, with Mike Small, is among the best coaches ever at the University of Illinois, and now is at the global stage of men's tennis, uh, and at the tennis world, men's and women's tennis, with the Australian Open uh, and running that event and running Australia tennis, basically. So um, big shoes to fill, but he has had uh, maintained a very, very good program that is the really only Big Ten program, maybe Michigan a little bit, that can compete with Ohio State. And they've uh, won a couple titles um, the last decade, Big Ten tournament titles against Ohio State. And, you know, just a couple of years ago, 2018, Illinois was in the uh, NCAA quarterfinals. And, and Brad certainly thinks they have the kind of talent to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament again this year, uh, depending on their draw. So great stuff for Brad Dancer. Again, later this week, we hope to chat with Mike Small, Illinois men's golf coach, who's always been uh, generous with his time and is one of my favorite people to talk to um, along with Brad uh, just about their programs and Mike with the, the mental approach to sports um, Justin Spring does this as well so fantastically and you can tell why they're such good coaches uh, but I'm really looking forward to talking to Mike about what that performance was because it felt like this team was going to be one of those teams that didn't live up to the Illinois golf standard that Mike talks about so much and then on the back nine it was just a vintage Mike Small team gritty performance. And they find a way to claim yet another Big Ten championship. So hopefully we'll get that to you later on in the week. As always, appreciate you listening. Hope you enjoyed something a little bit different today and learned a little bit more about men's tennis program and all the athletes that are there because there are some really, really good athletes in that men's tennis program. And we'll do the same with golf coming up here in a little bit. All right, appreciate you listening to the Illini Enquirer podcast. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow, whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow. We appreciate that. Everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Illini Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.